Welcome back to our series, Pastoral Conversations. We are in now week four of this series, and today you get to hear from the two young guys on staff. Yeah! yeah that's right, Mark and Michael and Scott, you old. <laughs> Just accept it. Um, I, but, didn't, I didn't say that. That was him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, today we got Clint uh, with us to kind of um, continue this series. So, Clint, thanks for being on here, man. Thanks for having me. So, Save the best for last, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, the Young Guy podcast, we'll call this one. Yeah. Um, or video, not just podcast. But, um, well, we're going to start out the same way we have with the other three. Um, and, Clint, I'm going to ask you a question. He doesn't know what the question is. Um, so, he's on the spot here. But, Clint, um, here's my question for you. What is your favorite musical? Um, I've heard, hmm. you know, if you don't know this about Clint, Clint Michael talk about musicals. That's why I'm asking him this question. He, uh, majored in theater, right? A little mm-hmm. bit. So a, l- a little bit. I did. Well, he did. I got my bachelor's in well, theater. Well, so yeah, <laughs> not just a little bit, a lot. Um, my so favorite yeah, musical. favorite musical. Hmm. I mean, I like Grease. You got to go with. I like, you know. What's your favorite song from Greece? Oh, that's tough. Uh, they're all good. There My, you go. uh, but I like Beauty School Dropout. <laughs> yes. No graduation day for you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, have you, do you have Disney Plus? No, I don't have any streaming service. Ah, so I don't have Netflix. Your, I don't have Disney Plus. Oh, my goodness. I don't so have what's your Hulu. feeling on this Hamilton? I've never, <laughs> I've never seen, seen it. I've, I've never, never seen, seen it either. either. <laughs> yeah, he was great. So. Yeah, I've never seen it. Well, uh, there you go. I bet it's good. So, Grease. Surely it lives up to the hype, Surely. I imagine. So, if you've not seen Grease, would you say Grease is an appropriate movie for all teens to go watch? Uh, I would leave that up to their parents. There you go. Uh, so the, don't go look up Grease stage, on YouTube. Yeah, the stage show <laughs> is is way worse than the movie adaption, so don't watch it. But it's just catchy 50s music, you know? Yeah. Um, if you didn't know this about Clint, Clint is an old man at heart. Um, I like coffee. You know. I like Andy Griffith. <laughs> I like Cracker Barrel. Give me a place to go just chill out, drink a cup of coffee, and relax. There you go. Read a See? book maybe, and I'm, I'm content. There you go. See? Yeah. Oh, old guy that's in a young body. Um, <laughs> but I'm still young, too. He's still young. Yeah. Absolutely. So, well, cool. Um, thanks for that. And this, you know, it, with the newest person outside of Moke here on staff, you know, give you guys a little insight to who Clint is. But um, so, Clint, let, let me ask you this question. You know, what is, tell us a little bit about how you come to know Jesus, about your testimony. Yeah. Um, how did all that come about? So I grew up going to church. Uh, my dad led music at the church I grew up in, and so we were there every Sunday morning. Uh, I was at Children's Church, and then we'd go to Big Church, yeah. um, and then we'd go to uh, evening service. And I remember uh, my earliest memories of church is just sitting in a pew in an evening service, uh, coloring pictures, and just kind of chilling, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then one, uh, I remember a distinct Sunday when I was seven, just uh, having the mindset of, you know, I'm actually going to pay attention and see what he's kind of talking about, you know, yeah. or see uh, what the sermon's about. And 
by the end of the sermon I, or the service, I remember just feeling convicted. Even as a seven-year-old, I knew I hadn't done anything, you know, terrible in the world's eyes as a seven-year-old, but I had, you know, disobeyed my parents, uh, lied, um, and so I just remember feeling convicted and wrestling with that on the way home from church. And by the, by the time we got home, uh, I, we sat in the car for probably what felt like half an hour or 45 minutes or something. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's just what it felt like. Yeah. I was a seven-year-old and talked to my parents, you know, about Jesus and who he was. And, and by the end of it, I, I prayed and asked for forgiveness of my sins and uh, accepted that Jesus uh, was my Savior. And um, I think it was the next Sunday or, or just a, shortly after that, I, I got baptized. And, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's just kind of it in a nutshell. Awesome. Yeah. So, you know, that, you know, you kind of hold the same theme. I mean, if you, you know, my testimony, I grew up in church too. I mean, I assume after you got saved, mm-hmm. um, you stayed in church. It's not like yep. you just, mm-hmm. you just left. Um, talk, talk a little bit about, did you ever feel, because he, here's what happens. You're, if you're watching this and you're a student, um, maybe you had the same experience, maybe at a young age, um, you know, you accepted Christ and then you've been in church your entire life since then. Um, you know, and that's a common thing you've heard between all of the, the pastors and Scott and Michael and Mark and all, and now Clint. Um, how, how did you ever feel tempted to, as you stayed in church and as you at a young age mm-hmm. and growing up, um, you know, as a follower of Christ, did you ever begin to struggle of maybe slipping away from, from your faith or, or, you know, how did you keep your faith fresh? Yeah. Um, you know, since you have been in church your whole life, mm-hmm. how, how did you do that? I remember having the feeling of thinking I was a good Christian because of the things that I did. You know, I, I was very moralistic, um, and, uh, and so that to me kind of, you know, I got kind of into that habit, into that mindset. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, uh, but just, you know, going to camp, I remember that was really uh, revitalizing every year for my faith. Um, just being around good friends, uh, we would have a good core uh, youth group that we went to every Wednesday night, every Sunday morning. Um, and so that kind of really helped me, helped me stay, um, faithful, uh, even with, uh, you know, even with my family, you know, uh, in high school and in middle school, it's easy to think, you know, everything and, uh, you know, want glory for yourself. But as you get older, you realize that that's not, you, you can say, and that, that's something that I realized even for me, uh, just even wanting to be an actor, you know, is, yeah. is that I could say all I want. I could say, glory to you, God, glory, all the glory goes to you. But yet there's still something inside of you saying, I want the glory. I want the yeah, glory. Absolutely. Um, and, and so that's kind of really what helped me shift into being more faithful and, and being, and loving Christ more is, is knowing that that the uh, relationship with Christ is all about submitting and, and about submission and not and even though you may want the glory you know even yeah. though the world says hey 
you deserve glory. Um, that's not what we as Christ followers uh, come to know is true. We know that uh, Christ deserves all the glory. Um, and so to answer your question, sorry. No, you're good. Off on a, uh, just being around faithful friends and, yeah. and my family helped me stay plugged in. Um, and even on the days that I didn't want to be there, you know, it, you uh, have friends who kind of uh, encourage you or yeah. even my brothers, you know. And, um, and so push through. I know yeah. it's I know at, at that age, it's it's easy to just kind of go through the motions, but yeah. um, it's worth it. It's definitely worth well, it. Well, And I think it's so interesting, though, you talk about we don't know everything. And, and mm-hmm. for me, um, you know, I think for a lot of people, it. In order to keep our relationship with God going, we've got to admit that we don't know everything. Right, right? yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And we don't, you know, as as Christ followers, um, you know, we'll, our goal is not to get the glory. Um, our goal is to give the glory. And, you know, for you middle schoolers, as much as I love you, you're right. You don't know everything. Uh, or Clint's right. You, you don't know everything. Um, and the reality is, is none, none of us do. Um, especially when it comes to God and, and Jesus and following him, um, you know, we're all still learning daily. And if we take this, I know everything attitude, um, you know, it, it can hinder our relationship with God. And so that humility yeah. aspect, you yeah. know, that you talk about there, being willing to say, you know, I don't know everything and I need God's help in that because right. of that. Yeah. That's a good word because even, you know, uh, as Christ followers, it's easy to, to judge our Christianity by how many verses we memorize, Absolutely. how many times, if we're in church every single week. But uh, the easier or the, the quicker we realize that we don't know everything and we won't know uh, everything to its fruition until we see uh, God uh, yeah. face to face, you know. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely a, a, a key to the... the uh, path we walk as Christ followers. Yeah, absolutely. So um, so let's kind of shift gears here. So talk a little bit about your call into ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, what did that look like? And, you know, I, and, and share about how you ended up at Central. Okay. Um, I, you know, he told this, Clint told this story at his ordination council, which is just a fancy word that means that <laughs> he got ordained as a, as a, as an official pastor you want to call it that um and uh he shared kind of his story about how he ended up here you know at central and it's a it's a powerful story so i've asked him to kind of share that too with you so let's kind of talk to us about yeah in general your call and then so i i went to college uh, like i mentioned earlier on a uh, with to get a theater degree you know emphasis in acting because i thought i wanted to be an actor and um and so I graduated, and after college, I wasn't really sure what the next steps were. Um, and so I, I ended up getting an internship at the church I grew up in, and I would help lead worship uh, for the youth and for the kids on Wednesday nights, and then I would help my dad on Sunday mornings. And I worked at a church camp uh, throughout the summers of while I was in college, and they had a drama team. They would have a theme each year and put on a play, and I was a part of that. Um, and, and so... Uh, I would do that each summer throughout college. Um, well, the summer, I think it was two summers after I graduated, uh, the f- I was in Northwest Arkansas and uh, helping with the internship at church. And they, uh, 
the, the, the camp, uh, one of the main characters on the drama team dropped out and asked me to come back and help out that summer. And so the summer of 2016, I was, I was living the dream. You know, I was help, I was leading worship, and then I would drive over and do a, and do a play. And so, man, I was, I was enjoying my, the, the, the desires and the passions that the Lord has given me. Um, but by the end of that summer, I realized God was calling me to uh, pursue leading worship. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what that meant. Um, I didn't know what the next step was. Um, but I just kind of researched that and um, through prayer, uh, through scripture, uh, just through seeking uh, fellow believers and the affirmation from fellow believers and my, my pastor then, I realized that that was what the Lord was calling me to do mm-hmm. was to pursue to, uh, leading worship. And so I researched seminaries. Uh, and mind you, this is August. This was August of 2016. And so class was going to start uh, in a week or two. Um, and so I didn't even know if I could uh, apply and get in, but I contacted a friend, uh, or I, I researched seminaries and degrees and ended up saying that Midwestern, Midwestern was probably the, the, the route. And so I contacted a friend who was there, and he put me in contact with the head of the worship department, Dr. Matthew Swain. Um, and the Saturday before classes started, he, me and my dad drove up to Kansas City, which is where Midwestern uh, Baptist Theological Seminary is, and he gave us kind of an impromptu tour of everything. And um, that Sunday, it was either that Sunday or Monday, I was like, you know, I really feel like this is where the Lord wants me. And if he wants me here, he'll make it happen. If not, I'll just come back in the spring semester. And, and so I, that Tuesday, I drove up. Classes started on that Thursday. And that Tuesday, I drove up, had applied, sent in my application, um, stayed with the night with my friend, and... Uh, I was just waiting for my transcript to get there because Arkansas State had to mail it, physically mail it. Um, and so Wednesday was new student orientation, went to new student orientation, not being a student yet. <laughs> and, but I missed most of it because I was at uh, admissions office uh, waiting for trying to get things organized. And um, finally, my transcript came that afternoon, which set off a chain reaction of, okay, here's the classes we advise you taking that first semester. Uh, we only have one apartment left open here. You can have this. Uh, and so that Wednesday night, I was just in an empty uh, apartment with a duffel bag of clothes and a sleeping bag. And, mm-hmm. and I turned around and started classes Thursday morning. And I was like, you know, God, you want me here. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and, uh, and then my parents came up, uh, my family came up that next weekend and uh, brought me the rest of my stuff, you know. Yeah. But, and then after I graduated, I was, I was uh, obviously praying and, and looking for a, a position and and Dr. Swain, uh, lo and behold, guess who's, who he's friends with? Scott and Lana Ogle. And so he put me in contact with them. And, uh, and so just one thing led to another. And I didn't know anyone uh, here in Kentucky. I knew a few friends that went to Southern Seminary, you know, yeah. over in Louisville. Um, but, uh, you know, so I can, I can definitely say that uh, it was a leap of faith. Uh, both times for seminary and for here. And it's been such a blessing. Both, both places have been and blessings and um, definitely God has led me through that, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my, that's, in, uh, in a nutshell. Yeah. I love, I love just all of that. Um, and, you know, for, especially for students, um, students, you know, they can feel like they, you know, they can't make an immediate impact in the world. Um, and that they've got to go and they got to get a degree or they got to 
get into a workforce before they can make an impact. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and so what would you say, kind of to wrap up, what, you know, what would you say to a student that's kind of sitting there and they know God's calling them into something, maybe mm-hmm. something that they're not prepared for, mm-hmm. you know, they feel they're not prepared for, yeah. um, you know, and, you know, they know that this leap is going to take nothing but faith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. And faith is all they're going to have to rely on. But they just, they're kind of sitting there on the fence. Yeah. You know, kind of, what what encouragement would you give to that student maybe to kind of help them realize the benefit of taking that leap? Yeah. I, I would say, I would ask the question, can God be glorified through you taking that step? Um, because that's what came down to it for me was, Yes, God can still be glorified. Uh, I may not be fully equipped or there may be unknowns, but am I being faithful to pursue the Lord? Um, and is he, do I feel solid in knowing that he is, is calling me to this? Then he'll, he'll lead the way. Um, you know, it goes back to that submission. Yeah. Uh, we submit to the Lord um, and you will be exalted. Uh, James, was that James 4.10? Yeah. Uh, ex- uh, and humble yourself before the Lord, and He will lift you up. Yeah. And uh, so, just have faith. Just take that leap. Um, it, that's the only reason we're scared is because it's of the unknown. Yeah. You know. But the, uh, sometimes the Lord, uh, you need that sometimes just to know that to strengthen your faith, um, because that's what faith is. Yeah, faith is absolutely. is uh, is not knowing everything. Yeah. Um, and, and so just taking that, that leap of faith and knowing that God will lead you and guide you. Um, and if, if he will be glorified, then he will make it happen. Absolutely. That's a, that's a great word. Um, man, Clint, I appreciate it. Thanks for your time on this. Thanks for inviting me, man. This is fun. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's fun. This is something new for all of us. So let me pray. Um, and after we pray, we will... Uh, hopefully you guys will check in and tune in next week as we continue um, on with this and and talk to Kale and Holly um, in the coming week. So let's pray. God, thank you for today. Thank you for your love and your mercy. Thank you for Clint um, and his awesome testimony um, just about how you um, brought him to um, realize that that, uh, he was a sinner in need of grace um, that comes through your son Jesus Christ and how that just propelled him um, later in life just to be able to rely on you and ultimate faith. Um, God, we we thank you for that. Thank you for his wise words um, and for his, uh, for his leading him here to Central and all the work that he does and the leadership that he provides this church. Um, God, we love you. We thank you for all things. In the sweet name of Jesus, amen.